The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. Our interns, year in and year out, are a group of people that I, I think you, uh, the students, those who are involved in university ministries, have a really special connection to. You guys get to go on mission trips with them. Uh, you, you get to be in small groups with them. Often you meet with them one-on-one. You participate in various ministry activities. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, and so we want, to, I, we want to give you a chance to hear from them one more time uh, tonight. Now, if you've been with us throughout the quarter, uh, especially the last part of spring quarter, you know we've been doing a series where we've been engaging some of the, the questions uh, that we get around what are you doing, what are you going to do with your life, who we are, and what God's purpose is over God's plan. And my, my hope as we take the next few minutes to hear from the interns is that some of the themes that we talked about this quarter, you might hear how it is real in the lives of uh, these four teammates. Uh, and so I'm excited for you to hear from them uh, one last time uh, tonight. Uh, but before we, before we continue with, with kind of looking forward, let's start by looking back. And I'll, 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 I, I want to just have each of you share, maybe what's something that you, share with us something that you've learned uh, this past year, you know, be it just about life or, or God's uh, faithfulness and how you experience that. So to start off, let's go with Daniel. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah, uh, I wasn't actually meaning to bring that stool over there for you first. That's confession. I thought that was for me, but you took it. Thank so. you. Thank you anyway, Daniel. Cool. That's one thing I learned. Um, but Actually, as, as I was thinking about this a little bit, um, I feel like one of the most tangible lessons I learned was in the context of going to the Dominican Republic, which was absolutely delightful. I'm, I'm still enjoying seeing you guys for the most part. Um, but those of you who were probably really close to me leading up to going on the trip, I actually wasn't all that excited about it. In fact, there was a time when I went into church's office and he was talking about going up to Malibu. I was like, hey, you mind if we just like, switch. Maybe I go to Canada. Like I still get the international trip thing. Um, and, and there were, there were a couple reasons, but part of them was like, man, I wasn't all that stoked about being in a place where I wasn't going to have regular cell phone coverage and couldn't talk to Carissa. Spoiler alert, I'm engaged. Um, but then on, on the other hand, it was just like, it, I wasn't that excited about sweating for a week. Um, but as, as I showed up and like I went, man, like, what a transformational week it ended up being, um, just for a lot of reasons. And, and coming out of it, um, I feel like I, I not only came to a better a relationship with a number of students, but also, like, a really kind of changed mindset as, as it applies to vacation. Like, please ask me what I think about vacation sometime. I would, I would love to try and talk to you about that. But more than anything, the, the lesson that I came away with is, like, man, even if our attitudes really, really suck, God still reserves the right to use us if we respond in obedience. And in this case, uh, church got the chance to be the voice of God being like, nope, you're going to the Dominican Republic. And, and I got the opportunity to be like, great, I'm still going to have a bad attitude about it. And then God had the opportunity to, to redeem that and to, to use that as, as good in spite of me. That's honest. Thank you, Daniel. And, and so those of you that were on the trip discovered that Daniel is, in fact, a major league sweater. For sure. The sweatiest. Uh, pass, uh, pass the mic down to your right there, uh, 
Daniel and Bailey, share with us a little bit about some of the things you've discovered over the past year. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, thanks. Uh, so uh, what I learned this year, uh, a lot. And so I think, well, go, backstory, going into this internship, I was from UW, I, if you were here when I talked, you heard about that kind of stuff. But I was involved in the end. I had a really rad core group, and I thought I had a pretty good grasp of like what it was like to live life with God and uh, came into this internship and uh, I feel like this is deja vu every time I talk after a new transitional period but it was like I found out a whole new realm of what it was like to invite God's presence into life like life was living with God which was so rad but um, I found that through through different trials and um I don't know, just, just doing life, things that came up, um, the opportunity to surrender those to God or to hold on to them myself. And um, throughout the year, I'm sure you guys probably can relate to that, um, but grappled with like holding on to things and wanting them for myself, even in a setting where obviously like working for the inn, God's around. And um, <laughs> I got the opportunity to grapple with this idea of um, holding on and letting go and finding that surrender was so awesome and that through relationships or belongings or feelings or any of those things um when i surrendered them to god um the the fruits of that were so awesome and god god isn't a taker when i when i say surrender that that he didn't take them away from me god's a cultivator he he grew me and when i gave things to him he didn't quickly take them away he he provided exactly what i needed um, and just kind of learning throughout the year what surrendering did for me is that it brought out the best of me. When I, when I gave my everything to God, God brought forward the me that he meant me to be. And um, it's been really cool to be in this position and see my favorite qualities about myself come out. The, my mm. passion, my, my excitability, um, <laughs> my, uh, my just love for people. Um, and, I, and I've learned that that's because of inviting the presence of God into every element of my life. Um, so just the, the freedom of surrender, I guess. That's kind of weird, but... <laughs> I'll use that as a close. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Bailey. Laura, share with us about what you've learned this past year. Um, so I also went to UW, and I was around here for my four years. And I think, especially through the last couple... Um, and getting to do deputation last summer and everything, um, just seeing the consistency of God through all of those ups and downs and crazy busyness and everything. Um, and I think especially this year, I've gotten to see him really be present in the downs, um, in the hard times and the painful and heartbreaking times. Um, and just, yeah, learning that he is just as present and just as loving and gracious in those moments as he is in our highest joys. Um, so that's been really cool. And I think I've gotten to just have a much deeper understanding of his character in terms of that. Um, and it's just provided like a real example for me of things that I knew about before, but I never really truly believed because I had never seen it in action in my own life. So yeah, it's kind of cool that through hard times, um, 
that's kind of where I got some of the realest examples of God's love for me. So that's good. A great writer talks about though we crave those those mountaintop experiences, it's actually in the valleys where we find the fertilizer. And uh, that's a great testimony to that. Taylor, tell us about what you've learned looking back. I've learned two things uh, that I'm going to pull right now. Uh, First of all, that I love to talk about God and vocalize what I think about God. And secondly, um, that I'm a relational person, which I didn't think I was uh, previously. Coming into college as a little freshman, I started coming to the inn. I was brought by my friend Barkley Klingle. Some of you may know him. He's a great guy. And, uh, and this, in this place right here is where I started to develop uh, a deep, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And this place is awesome for that. Like the, the, the leaders that are here uh, and present um, really help to, to build a deep love. And the more that we uh, focus our eyes on Jesus and let him lead our life, um, the more fruit comes out of us, as Bailey was talking about. And uh, stepping into this internship, um, I get to meet with a lot of people. And uh, one night, I, I was coming back from, uh, I think it was a Tuesday night, much like tonight. And I got to my room, and I was about to sit down and start like a healthy show of like Family Guy before I fall asleep. <laughs> and I was, I was just about to click the, uh, the play button when one of my friends walks into the room. And, uh, and I was kind of, at first, I was like, oh, man, like, I'm exhausted. I'm ready for this day to be over. Um, but we just sat down and started talking about life. And we started talking about Jesus. And you know what? That got me fired up. And I realized as he was talking, I was realizing that, you know what? Talking about Jesus is what fires me up. This is what gets me excited. This is what's real. This is what's, you know, this is the meaningfulness of life. And, uh, and so <clears throat> developing like relationships with people and talking about meaningful things is, is one of my, my, my biggest takeaways. Um, and then secondly is, is boldness in talking about our faith. Um, this year, going to Peru, we learned how to vocalize exactly what we believe. And we learned how to teach it to a classroom full of 30 kids. And, um, and I can tell you that I, I, like, throughout this process... If Jesus is something that we truly put our, our value in, if we truly put our identity in Jesus, then we should be bursting with him. You know, he should be in every aspect of our day, every relationship. We should be excited to bring him up. And it's scary a lot of times, but I'm a firm believer that as soon as your heart starts to race, that's when you need to say something. Um, so, yeah, those, that's, that's my takeaway. Let's stay with you here for a second, Taylor, as we switch gears and now look forward. Uh, and even as we consider some of the, the, the things that we talked about in the series, seeking God's purpose over and above a specific plan, you're fired up about talking about God, but next year you're going to be doing something that doesn't look necessarily like ministry. Tell us a little bit more about what you're going to be doing. As Daniel would say, I'm, I'm selling my soul to the corporate world. <laughs> <laughs> and next year I'll be working for a company called Decisive Data up in Redmond as an analyst. And, uh, and it is a lot different than ministry. Like it is not the same, but, um, I've come to to learn that that ministry is not for ministers alone. We are all ministers. We are all disciples uh, for us that believe in Jesus Christ and that, uh, we can proclaim his name 
anywhere we are. We can, we can proclaim it through the way that we live, through the way that we act, through the way that we relate to other people. Um, and you don't have to go to another country. You don't have to, uh, to work in a church um, because everybody needs to know who Jesus is. Um, people in the corporate world and people uh, right here in this room. Awesome. How about you, Laura? As you look, look forward, what are you looking forward to? So uh, this transition is a little different than any transition for me in the past because, or at least in this past few years, because some of you might know I really like to keep a planner and plan every part of everything. And color code it. And color code and alphabetize. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so at least the last like three years, I've really been able to kind of know what my next year or two are going to look like, like down to very specific things. And um, we're two weeks away from this being over, and I don't know yet exactly what is coming. Um, so it's definitely been a challenge. It's definitely been um, hard for me to, to let go of this um, control that I try to have over organizing my life and planning what the next step is or what the best next step is. Um, and I think just understanding how, um, how God is providing in that and how he's been giving me a peace that I've never experienced before. Um, this has just been a really cool chance to trust him in a way that I've never had to before. Cause I've been very self-reliant on a lot of things. And so, um, it's been really cool to get to have to let go of some things. It's been very hard. Um, but it's been also, I feel like I've grown a lot and I think, um, Moving forward, it's been interesting to see that the different possibilities that have been in front of me and doors opening and doors closing, through all of that, I've been somehow, and it's because of of God being with me, I've been able to have a hopeful and joyful attitude, and and I haven't been too discouraged because the one thing, with all those unknowns, the one thing I know is that I can expect him to be there whatever I end up doing. Um, there isn't a right or a wrong choice. Um, as long as we're, we're following him and we're, we're loving him, like he's, there's no wrong choice in, in what, we're, what our plan is. Um, and definitely thinking of the big idea of, of his purpose. Um, I'm excited either way. And yeah, again, that idea of hope in a way that I haven't been able to hope before. I know I'm living with this girl somewhere we don't know where yet (laughs) but somewhere um and then another thing that's exciting um is that i've started actually because of a conversation with this guy um been able to kind of start thinking about wanting to apply for the peace corps in the next little bit here which is also terrifying but very exciting and also something that's kind of out of my control and it's very much exciting and it's I've never been able to to feel so like relaxed and and feel so much freedom in a point of change or transition in my life so praise God thanks for sharing Laura Daniel likewise you have some things moving forward that you know and some things that you don't share with us about what you're anticipating moving forward (laughs) Yeah, so there are a lot of question marks <laughs> at this point, which I know I've been joking about it like for most of the spring, if you've been listening. So I was like, boy, I really wish I knew what I was doing. I really wish 
I could tell my father-in-law what I'm going to be doing. Like, that'd be great. <laughs> I think he'd like that too. Um, but, you know, there have been a number of, of lessons that, that we've learned over the course of this year. Um, first of all, it was a really sweet year for Chris and I to, to be together on the same side of the state. We dated for uh, a year at a distance. I'm a graduate of Whitworth University. I know we have at least one pirate in here. So come on, Stephen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Carissa was, was over at Seattle Pacific, and, and we dated a distance. So this year, we actually had the opportunity to share a city, um, uh, which was great. And actually, what we got to find out is that we love the idea of doing ministry um, together. So almost any given Tuesday night, you, um, you could expect to see Carissa here. And believe it or not, like she's coming from a 10-hour day of watching two infants under, under one year old. And she would come and hang out with us. Um, and we found out that like that was something super life giving and something that like we are interested in kind of moving forward. So we're exploring like what are some tangible ways that we can we can make that work. Um, unfortunately, just the way that like you guys looking for jobs sucks. <laughs> um, honestly, it's it's kind of I feel kind of like a, a, a batter in baseball, except like luckily I never had to bat or play baseball. Um, <laughs> Where you know you're only gonna you're only gonna hit like what like one out of four you're doing pretty well right you're you're batting you're batting two fifty um, it's the same thing with applications man where you just throw a lot out there and nobody gets back to you <laughs> nobody makes you feel like a very special human being <laughs> unless they're Ryan Church and he calls you on the way to the Dominican Republic last year and you're like sure I'll come to Seattle. Like, that's, that was cool. Um, but that hasn't happened this year. Um, and it's, it's really hard to not only choose to shut doors, but actually to have doors forcibly shut um, on you. So that's something Chris and I are still learning how to navigate together. It's like, when you're working on building a dream together, it's one thing to kind of let your own dreams go. It's another thing to actually learn to surrender dreams that you've built with one another and then learn to trust each other. Um, in that context, so there, there, there's a there's a big learning curve coming up here. Uh, so you know, if y'all are running out of things to pray for, us. <laughs> Bailey, we'll we'll uh, close with you. Share with us what you're anticipating and in living into God's purpose as you move on from you men. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I also don't have a job. <laughs> Man, selling our souls to the corporate world sounds really appealing right about now, doesn't it? Does it come with a pension? I'm sorry. I, okay. I, it's just funny that that worked out that way. Um, but yeah, no, definitely uh, going into college. Uh, didn't see 23-year-old Bailey uh, where she's at right now. Um, but that's kind of what's cool, kind of sticking with the theme of what I talked about in leading up to now, uh, this idea of surrender and uh, the, the person that it makes me when I surrender. So um, I think surrendering this idea of where I thought I'd be working like a nine-to-five job after graduating from the University of Washington um, has brought out so... And I, I said I don't have a job, but I... I'm so excited about what's to come. I uh, 
when I surrender things to God, what one of my favorite qualities about myself that comes out is my passion and my excitement. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I I decided to take advantage of this transition time, and I am going to be leaving for Africa to go work at a nonprofit in Zimbabwe. Uh, yeah, you you can clap. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so um, that'll be really sweet, and. Um, I, I just love the idea of adventure, and I love to travel, and I love to serve. So I'm um, going to have a really cool opportunity to do that um, pretty soon now. And then at the end of the summer, I'm going to end off my summer by going on a Malibu Beyond hiking trip with my choir of girls, which is also pretty sweet. And I'm just having this opportunity to put my faith in God that I will be provided for and go on adventures, which is bad. Um, looking forward... Uh, it's kind of weird to be applying for jobs right now because I'll be like, yeah, I'll be back eventually, but will you just take me whenever I get back? That's not really working, so uh, I've kind of put that on the back burner, but I've thought a lot and prayed a lot about where I want to work, um, and in that process, <laughs> in that process, I have just, in giving it to God, really been seeking opportunities that are life-giving to me, um, not necessarily like the, the best jobs, but the ones that are the best for me. And I've looked into a lot of like nonprofit work and things of that nature, just because the idea of being surrounded with people who are living life for a cause is really sweet, and that gets me fired up. So, um, really, just allowing myself to be the fullest me that I can be at that point. And that's all I have to say. Great, thanks for sharing. Yeah, give it up for the interns. Uh, as the as the worship band uh, comes up to to lead us in a few more songs, we're going to pray for them. And and what I hope you hear in their stories is that even in a bit of a, a cloud of uncertainty, a cloud of unknowing, that there is a sense of trusting that God does in fact have a purpose, and that God does provide, and that uh, these these folks who you've been meeting with uh, throughout this year are on that journey with you. And in fact, it's something that is very real uh, in, their, in their own lives. So why don't you guys lay a hand on, on a shoulder of each other and wh- uh, allow me to, to lead us in a, in a prayer uh, for our interns as, as we come into another time of worshiping and song. God, we, we thank you for the ways that you minister to us and for the ministry that these four have shared with us in this community. We rejoice and, and we thank you. Uh, we have experienced your faithfulness through them. And we pray now that as they uh, wind down this experience and begin another chapter in their lives uh, with things they know and, and much more that they don't, that they would experience your faithfulness, that they would continue to discover your purpose and that they would, they would willingly and joyfully continue to surrender as, as you would have them do so. God, may they know your goodness. May they know your presence above all. May they know your love. And may each of us know that as we continue to ask the same questions and to seek uh, the purpose that we have and to seek the place of ministry that we will have uh, in, in any place, in any job, uh, at any school that we may find ourselves. God, you are good. And we thank you for these four. 
and we rejoice in Jesus' name. Amen.